It's Monster Monday on the Jack Lantern Press Podcast. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. Each Monday, Tom and I talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, Megalodon. Ouch, that's a big bite. And as you know, Tom... I'm a huge fan of Shark Week and an even bigger fan of the Megalodon Shark. However, I no longer have the Discovery Channel, so I missed the Shark Week special this year, which they called Shark Week in a Weekend. I guess it was just um, the first weekend of the month. I don't know when they're doing actual Shark Week. I couldn't find the date. But I guess they did the special where they ran a bunch of old classic Shark Week shows, maybe because of the coronavirus. But uh, I couldn't watch it anyway because, as I said, I don't have the Discovery Channel anymore. So now I'm watching some old Nat Geo Shark Fest documentaries, which are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, no, that, that's uh, what's neat, though, is that you know Discovery uh, did do a a Shark Week in a weekend. Um, they had all kinds of neat stuff. They had they had different things on the Hammerhead. Uh, alien sharks so like they they had an episode uh, about uh stranger like the strange stuff of of uh sharks um they had uh, a whole expedition um of the unknown megalodon on saturday which i'm looking at the schedule that they had i, I we might be able to actually go back and and look at some of these uh but Do it you looks have like discovery still uh yeah, cause I I have uh, YouTube TV, so and it's um, on there. See, I have but Hulu, I didn't, and it yeah, I didn't have know Discovery. though. I have Discovery, but I didn't know this was going on uh, until we were starting to do research on the Megalodon, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, hey, look at all this stuff. So we kind of missed some of the things, but uh, you know, hopefully uh, some of our our listeners were uh, were able to take a look at it. Is really kind of neat. It'd be cool if we could go back and I guess there were classic shows anyway, so maybe you could locate them online and check them out. But it is a great idea for while you're cooped up in your house because of this coronavirus thing, you just watch a bunch of shark documentaries. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that Geo, which I have, has a bunch, and it's this shark fest that they did last year, and, and it's been pretty fun to watch that stuff. But anyway, I wanted to start with something in general about sharks. Um, it's an excerpt from the introduction of a book my son had when he was little. And the book is called What Sh- What Do Sharks Eat for Dinner by Melvin and Gilda Berger from the Scholastic Question and Answer series. So I have this book here. I thought the introduction was uh, kind of cool to explain a little bit about sharks. Um, here we go. It, it says... Most experts believe that sharks have been on the earth for about 350 million years. That means they were here before the dinosaurs, and they're still here. Why have sharks survived for so long? One reason is that sharks are particularly well adapted to their environment. Sharks can eat just about anything that lives in the water. They are also equipped with keen senses to locate their prey and sharp teeth and powerful jaws to nab their victims. 
Shark skeletons are made up of cartilage, like the tip of your nose and your ears, which is flexible enough to twist and turn as a shark chases its prey. And most kinds of sharks have a streamlined shape that helps them move, sm move, move smoothly through water, causing the least amount of drag to slow them down. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing about, uh, about sharks. I also have another book about sharks I wanted to read from. This book is also from my son's childhood library. By the way, I kept all his books. Like, my wife was going to get rid of them all. Like, oh, he's too old for these. I'm like, you can't get rid of those sharks books. <laughs> so I took them. So now they're in my library. But anyway, <laughs> this book is called Sharks by Beverly McMillan and John A. Music. And it's from the Insiders series. Um, we actually got this book at a shark aquarium we went to when, when Robert was little, which was cool because you could actually pet these little sharks that were in, there was like a petting tank, so they had little sharks in there you could pet, and then they had bigger tanks with the bigger sharks. It was cool. In any event. Could you um, pet those to this, sharks? <laughs> we, yeah, you could yeah. not pet those sharks. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but it was pretty awesome. So, of course, while we were there, it's like, well, we got to go to the souvenir store and see if there's any neat sharks. So we got, I think we got a couple little shark toys. We got this sharks book. But anyway, according to this sharks book, the majority of shark species are three feet long or less. That's the majority, this thing says. However, some sources say modern sharks have only um, ever reached lengths of 20 feet. That's the biggest, I guess, of sharks today. Um, but back to the book. There are some pint-sized sharks at one end of the spectrum, and then there's the megalodon at about 52 feet in uh, 52 uh, feet long. Um, although I read somewhere that some scientists say that they could be as long as 60 to 80 feet long, a.k.a. the largest dang ocean predator of all time. And it's the ancestor to today's great white shark. Um, there are definitely a lot of stories about the Megalodon out there. Um, before we get into the origins of the Megalodon... Um, Tom and I wanted to share some audio from a trailer for the Sea of Thieves video game. Tom, did you want to introduce this clip that we're going to play? Yeah, so this clip, uh, when this game first came out, um, which we'll just give a little brief description. It's by Rare Studios, um, is, the, uh, is the developer of the game, and then Microsoft uh, Studios is the publisher. Um, this game is basically a pirate game that you you go out and you uh, you're in a ship. You go discover, do these quests, and and collect treasure chests, and then people battle it out to steal your your treasure chests and uh, and bring it back to to this land so that you get XP and and rewards and whatnot. But what this game has has done. Uh, over a few updates is they've introduced the Megalodon as one of the enemies that uh, comes and tries to destroy your ship. And I will tell you the first time that I encountered a Megalodon, uh, it was it was intense. I mean, although you're you're sitting there playing a video game, uh, you know, you're working together with, uh, you know, a crew of four people that are are player, you know, other players. They're not, you know, bots or anything like that. They're other players. And 
and uh, you're working together to try to defeat this thing. Um, and if you don't, you know, do any spoilers and look how other people are defeating it, you know, you got to try to figure it out and not have your ship, you know, get sunk. Um, but this clip is basically an introduction of what Rare Studios did to um, to kind of introduce the, the Megalodon. So here it is. The life of a pirate is fraught with danger. For you see, to journey out onto the waves is to take a step into the unknown. There are things which have lived there and ruled there far longer than us. Great terrors from the deep. Some I've seen with my own eye. Many have tried to gain control over the sea, but it does not reward the greedy or impatient. The ancient people encountered monsters so powerful and terrible that they worshipped them as gods. Some say that the ancients even learned how to summon such creatures. They'd offer a sacrifice. And in return, they were allowed to sail the seas undisturbed. Most would tell you that these are just stories. But I know difference. And now I hear whispers from across the waves of ships disappearing without a trace. Sightings of something impossible. Just stories. Now... Did I ever tell you about a vicious parrot that stole my eye? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. I haven't played the game, but just going by that trailer, and we'll we'll put a link in the show notes so you guys could see it. And and there's another trailer as well, which is more music heavy, but it shows some other scenes. It looks really cool. I definitely want to play this thing oh it's it's super fun and uh that little tale is just it got me all pumped up uh you know to want to like go out you know and jump in a ship and go find that thing and see it number one and then secondly you know defeat it which we ended up doing after a few times but it really neat very cool so yeah there are definitely a lot of stories about megalodon um, but what I found uh, was from Britannica.com. says Megalodon, Car- I, I can't even pronounce this, Carcaroclis, <laughs> Megalodon, yeah. whatever. Who comes up with these names? <laughs> I don't know. I can't even. Anyway, is a, is a member of an extinct species of megatooth shark, Autodontidae. I'm sure I butchered that. That is considered to be the largest shark as well as the largest fish that ever lived. Fossils attributed to Megalodon have been found dating from the early Miocene epoch, which began 23 million years ago, to the end of the Pliocene epoch about 2.6 million years ago. The word Megalodon, a compound of Greek root words, means giant tooth. Fossil remains of Megalodon have been found in shallow tropical and temperate seas along the coastlines and continental shelf regions of all continents except Antarctica. Now, according to Fandom, there's a story that people in Western Europe who found uh, Megalodon teeth 
believed them to be the petrified tongues of serpents called tongue stones due to the size. The largest megalodon tooth found was seven inches long. Um, the fandom page goes on to share information about Meg's habitat. Meg lived and hunted in shallow, warm waters. They most likely lived near California and southern Australia, as well as the Caribbean, Mediterranean Sea, and the Bay of Bengal. According to this same fandom page, many believe Meg, Meg's habitat was destroyed during the Ice Age when the poles locked up the water, so Megalodon probably starved or froze to extinction. So that's really what I have for an origin story, if you want to call it an origin story. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, what I got. Okay, so uh, to get into some of the uh, superpowers... Uh, as we do with um, some of these these monsters that we talk about. Once again, I usually access a lot of my stuff off of uh, like powerlisting.fandom.com, usually on a on some sort of fandom site because uh, they just have really good information. Um, yeah. By the way, did you know they have an app? Oh, I didn't. I no. just got the app, although I haven't messed around with it. But I'm kind of curious, you know, if you look something up, what it'll what it'll do, but I just got it. I'll have to start exploring it soon. But in any event, since we're using yeah. it so much, it seems. No, I, and and that's just it. You know, this the stuff on here has good quality information. So even to get back to uh, the Megalodon, um, and this is just more of like an actual shark, some of the abilities. I mean, I've, honestly, you know, a Megalodon, the size of it is really where its power is. Uh, it's huge. You know what? What's gonna what's gonna beat it? I mean, even if you took a great white and and had it go after a megalodon, what what is it gonna do? It'll be like a scratch on the side of him. I mean, even oh an yeah, octopus. The, I saw I saw some pictures where the megalodons were eating killer whales, and the killer where, whale is like tiny in comparison. Yeah, uh, and they so said that that's what these things ate whales. Um, and, and I'm sure it did because <laughs> that's how huge this thing is. And so what is really going to touch it? I mean, the only thing that I can honestly think of is that like a, uh, uh, maybe an octopus or something can wrap around it. But I mean, I think the Megalodon is so powerful just because of its massive size. I mean, that's really where his power is. But then you, you put in everything else that it has. I mean, that thing's got huge teeth. I think they were saying somewhere along the lines of like nine inch teeth, um, yeah, the that thing are, that I found, it said the largest megalodon tooth found was seven inches long, but that's what was found, so who knows? Yeah, that's huge. Uh, so yeah. you have, like, an enhanced bite, enhanced durability, probably enhanced endurance. Your senses, I mean, they could probably, uh, you know, they could see at night, so, you know, they have a water sense, they have the strength. Uh, I'm sure that their their outer body has, has like... Uh, a really good armor to it, like a rough sort of armor, like you said, like a cartilage, something would have to penetrate that in order to like really get to it. It probably swims fast because it's huge. I mean, can you imagine like one sway of his, his back fin there probably thrusts him forward at an insane amount of speed. So that's huge in itself. The bite itself is probably extremely powerful with all the muscle that he has in the jaw um 
So, I mean, between all the keen senses that he has inside the water alone, um, and then the power that he has and the size that he has, I mean, how do you stop this thing? Well, the other um, thing, too, is if you just, just sharks in general, the fact that they've been around for so long and sharks are still here, probably the only reason why the Megalodon didn't last was because of its size, but you have yeah. to imagine what what is going to beat this monster shark just nothing because i mean maybe the survival <laughs> skills and the power that it has it's a predator for sure yeah it's probably probably the only real thing is a human somehow getting some sort of like uh weapon. you know weapon of, of some sort and and just you know taking it out that way but i mean how are you going to get to it if it stays underneath the water you know i mean a harpoon isn't gonna i mean you'd have to have a really strong harpoon <laughs> to get through that thing and then he's probably gonna be well pissed. how did you maybe you can't give the secret away but how did you kill it in that pirate game that sea of thieves well you it's a whole process there's youtube videos out there and i'm not gonna have any spoilers but it's a it's a process and you're spending right, a lot of your right. time you know trying to trying to go and and keep your ship from breaking apart. Uh, you know, the other thing back to the Sea of Thieves game is that there's also a Kraken in there that you have to beat out too. So oh, I don't nice. want to I don't want to throw any spoilers or anything like that with it, but it's it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, so th that's that's the powers and abilities uh, that he's got. Um, Does it did it have weaknesses? Did you find any weaknesses for it? No. I honestly did not have any weaknesses. Yeah, um, I couldn't find anything other than it. it's extinct now. Well, in the well, human yeah. world anyway. One thing that I always do, uh, always bring up is a VR games just because I love VR. Hopefully there's people that are listening that maybe have gone out and got some headsets because of the stuff that I've brought up. But uh, one thing that I definitely want to, to bring to people's attention if they are into VR is... Uh, the shark encounter on a game called Worlds VR, which was by Sony Entertainment when they came out with the PlayStation VR um, headset, is this this thing you throw this on and it takes you uh, you get put in a cage and the cage gets dropped oh, down yeah. into the sea. That thing was you, cool. Yeah, you experience a shark encounter who. Uh, comes around, swims around you. They got awesome music going on. That's intense. And then the shark like bites at the the cage and tears the front of the cage off. And then you're standing there, and the shark likes <laughs> coming ready to attack you. And then of course, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna spoil that either. But it's neat. Um, so definitely check that out. There's also you know what you um, sent me. You sent me the YouTube video of that, but when you came for Halloween, I don't. We didn't do it. Dang. No, that's because it's on PlayStation. Oh um, gotcha. I didn't have so that that's... headset when I was there, but I did a YouTube video on my personal channel of me recording the the uh, the experience, and it's about fifteen, uh, maybe about thirteen to fifteen minutes long, um, and it's an experience. It's not a game. Um, and I love the experiences in VR because especially how Sony did it, um, they really made it into a production. They didn't make it into, you know, some cheesy little thing like they they really made this into like a Hollywood production. And you really are excited about when you when at the end, you know, what happens. Um, 
it, it's, it's just a good experience all the way around. Uh, so the next VR game that I wanted to get into is uh, Asgard's Wrath, um, which is made by uh, Sanzaru Games. Uh, they're the developer. And then Oculus Studios was the publisher as it was released in uh, October 10th of 2019. The game is fantastic, but one thing that I wanted to bring up just in regards to sharks is you get kind of a sidekick uh, uh, character while you're playing that helps you out. And he's a little shark. He's like a shark guy that runs around and he he's like this cool looking dude that has like, it's like half human, half shark and he goes around and he beats the heck out of everything. And so I I, I brought it up just because it was neat. Um, just another sort of VR thing uh, that I could throw at there. Um, just because, like I said, it had a shark in there. And then a couple of other things. Uh, of course, Amazon. Um, there was a really cool, we'll put this in the show notes, a really cool figurine um, that uh, that's of a shark. And he's got his mouth open, and uh, it's just, it's small, it's not huge, I think it's a, maybe three to four inches in size, it's well painted, it's 14 bucks, we'll throw it in the show notes, like I said, it's a realistic creature, um, but it, it it's fantastic as far as, is how it looks. Um, there was also something that yeah, I... Yeah, that guy is cool looking. <laughs> yeah. There's like also guys, something he's that I really realistic, like the detail, even if you look in his mouth, like there's some crazy detail in that. Yeah, they did a good job on the mold of that thing, because even the teeth and the painting that they did on it is, is fantastic. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so that one year when I went to my uh, to my sister's house for uh, a Christmas time, I did a shark kind of a shark uh, stocking that my my brother and oh no it was shark uh socks and yeah, we the filled socks. the socks up with stuff and i did a shark one and of course the only person that was there it was kind of a sock exchange thing but my brother was the only one <laughs> who was gonna want it uh shark but, memory stick you got me that shark memory stick there's a shark pen what else was yep. there oh, a bunch of little toy sharks <laughs> yeah and some candy sharks that yeah, was the, the other thing I was going to throw in the show notes there is it's a it's a pen drive or a flash drive. It's a 32 gig flash drive for $8.85 and it's a shark. And the oh, one that, that we're going to link. Oh, is that the one link, that you got me? Well, this is a different color. This one's uh, gray and blue and I think the one I got you was, was blue and white. Yeah, it's blue and um, white. Oh yeah, it's the Or it's I said basically... gray and blue, but I meant gray and white. It's basically the same, except mine is blue, blue and white. This one's yeah. gray and white. Yeah. Which, if you if you search more, you'll you'll actually uh, you'll see the other version. I think it's the same price. And then the other thing that I that we'll link in the show notes is a is a 3D Shark LED light. This is twenty bucks, and it sits on your desk or wherever you want to have it. And uh, it's this this sort of hologram looking. LED night light and um it is oh, really that's cool. cool. Yeah. So huh. there's another shark that can can hang out with you while you're uh while you're there as well. So there was one other thing <laughs> I I did want to bring up too just uh cuz I didn't know if you were going to bring it up in some movies and whatnot, but 
in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, uh, Victor Crumb uh, has a transformation when they're in the water uh, where he goes from uh, a shark to uh, to a human. And I, I just thought uh, it was pretty cool um, just with that transformation. I didn't know if you were going to bring that piece up or not. Um, no, because there's so movies. many... There's so many shark movies. I mean, obviously Jaws, but that's a great white. So I tried to focus just on Megalodon stuff. Probably the second best Megalodon movie is The Meg, which came out in 2018. There was Shark Attack 3, Megalodon, which came out in 2002. But the number one film is a film my friend Jack Perez wrote and directed called Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus. So you were saying what could beat the shark, the megalodon, and you even you know, you thought maybe a, an octopus. Well, they square off in this movie, and uh, it's a fun movie. Um, you know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, and Jack is definitely someone I want to try and get on the show one of these days. But uh, yeah, it's a fun movie, which led to a whole bunch of films that he didn't make called. Uh, well, it's limited. It's it's includes, but not limited to. Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, and Mega Shark versus Colossus. Then in TV and <laughs> in, in the, <laughs> I know that didn't he do uh, some somebody else did uh, Sharknado. Yeah, there were there's like three Sharknado movies. He didn't do those, yeah. but the same company that that uh, hired him to do Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus did the, the Sharknado movies. Uh, anyway, so then for TV in the fifth episode of Jurassic Fight Club, which came out in 2008, they go into uh, Megalodon, and then Megalodon is in a BBC series that came out in 2003 called Sea Monsters. Uh, let's see, you can, you can get a little taste of all these movies in a TV series in a YouTube video that we'll link in the show notes. It kind of shows the evolution of the Megalodon through the through these movies and uh, and TV series, including some clips of Mega Shark versus China, Giant Octopus, which I can't recommend high enough because because uh, Jack's awesome. Then, as far as books, I have not read these two books, and I don't even know if there's a Megalodon in it. Well, this. Uh, this collection of books is called Fearful Fathoms, Collected Tales of Aquatic Terror. There's volume one, which is about seas and oceans, and volume two, about lakes and rivers, so creatures that live in there. Both books came out in 2017, and the product description claims that you'll be reading until the last light of summer dies out. Um, anyway, they look really cool. The covers look cool. I looked at the authors because it is a collection and it looks like it's got a lot of great stuff in there. So it definitely ones that I want to check out. And then if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for a real live Megalodon, all you have to do is swim out to to the Monster Islands and you're bound to run into at least one of them before you reach the shore. If other than that, the shore. (laughs) definitely before yeah it'll get you um and they are not extinct out in the monster universe so uh check that uh, out the other thing the other thing that i wanted to bring up too you know just in regards to our book uh the transylvania traveler is that while everybody is is you know sitting at home secluded you know from you know kind of life at the moment you can indulge yourself in this guide 
and and really get involved with all these monsters and things that we're talking about this book it just goes through all of transylvania all the monsters all the the different places districts and the 13 districts that we have and then plus obviously you know you're listening to the podcast right now and so it's kind of a complement off of the book of everything that's in this universe uh that that we've kind of created here so definitely check our book out you could you can uh you could go to jackolanternpress.com uh to get that book and to see some of our other things that we have on our website so definitely check that out yeah and the book is called uh transylvania traveler transylv and we spell transylvania different than the human world transylvania so if you search it on amazon it may uh you may not find it right away but uh yeah, if you go the, to the best place Press, yeah, go to jackolanternpress.com and you'll well the link's right there, so you can click it and go right in there. Cool. All right, anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? Nope, I think uh, I think we're good. All right. Well that'll do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackolanternpress.com. And again, as always, check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution, which we will uh, link in the show notes. As always, we thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch.